Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Have you ever been on a date that afterwards you just think that that person was possibly the biggest douchebag of all time? Well, well listen, I'm, I'm sure many of my dates have probably said that. <laughs> yeah. Well, think of that guy and then say, actually, he wasn't that bad because we've got Bex in the promos department in here right now who went out with maybe New Zealand's biggest douche lord of all time. <laughs> oh, name and shame him. What was his name? No, no I'm, not, not I'm not naming him. No, okay. no, He's not worth that? naming him. Oh, well, don't name him, but shame him. <laughs> so Bex... He's a douche. Bex went on a date. Where did you meet this guy? Um, I actually met on Tinder. So I'm quite recently single. I'm about five months single and I, I met him on Tinder... Um, I've never been on Tinder before because I've been in a relationship the entire time that Tinder's existed. So mm. it was a whole new world for me. Jesus, was it a game changer? Was it a game changer for you, mate? It was scary. Yeah? I really? deleted the app. It is gone. Oh, it's oh, gone now. Oh, really? Yeah. So this is just your first Tinder experience? Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> So you, you confidently said yes. I don't want to shame myself. <laughs> Name and shame yourself. It's not about me, Joe. <laughs> you match with this guy on Tinder. Yeah. You go on a date. Where do you go? Um, we went to um, a golf driving range. So we'd been talking for about two weeks prior, and I do have to give the backstory, otherwise it makes me sound like a bit of a psycho. No, first of all, I was like, what a shitty date that he took you to a to a golf Well, it became range. a bit of a gag because uh, we were talking about what we're good at and what we're not good at and he was talking about how he's a pro at, at the golf driving range oh and so God. I was like, I've never done that so we decided oh, to go okay, there. But sense. we had been talking for about two weeks before that and it was really weird because never, I've never t- spoken to a stranger before but felt... Sounds cheesy, but like a connection, and it yeah. just felt like we really, really hit it off to the point where we were on each other's Snapchat already. We weren't messaging on Tinder anymore. We had each other's phone numbers. Um, he even called me and would spend hours talking on the phone. So it felt like I'd already met this guy. Um, anyway, we went to the driving range, and the date could have ended there. So um, he had the opportunity to turn around and say, "Okay." It was nice to meet you. I've got to get home now. What do you yeah. yeah. He did it and he turned around and said, do you want to go get some dinner? And I said, yeah, sure. So we went to Burger Fuel. Romantic, I know. Do you know yeah. what, actually? I would have been so down with that. <laughs> were you still just... feeling a bit of connection then? After yeah, the, totally. The so we hit it off. Like, we were laughing. He was smiling at me. He was giving me... He was showing all the right signs that he was w- into me. Was he hitting a long, straight drive? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you shank it around to the left and stuff. Was he, he was pretty shit. Oh, <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, so you, you got a burger fuel. What happens after that? Well, he turned around and he said, I'm sort of not ready to say goodbye to you yet. And I was like, oh, that's cute. Like, I wasn't ready to say goodbye to him either. I so. love that on a first date too. Yeah, and so he was like, what should we do? And I was like, look, why don't we just go back to mine and watch a movie? Yes, So we girl. went back to mine and we watched a movie. And mm-hmm. um, It was the US Open on DVD. <laughs> it was a great movie. <laughs> can't actually remember what we watched. Um, and he stayed... It, it, he ended up staying the night. So the next morning, he cuddled me. He gave me a kiss goodbye. He did all the right things. And at this point, this is when normally you'd be like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, texting your friends, being really excited about I it. I did just that. I called yeah. my friend on the way to work, and I said, oh, my God, I've just had the most amazing day slash night with this guy. Yeah. Um, it was everything I hoped for and thought it would be. Didn't shank his golf ball. Was it Tiger Woods? It wasn't no, Tiger Woods. Okay, okay. <laughs> so where did it all go wrong? Because up until sounds here... Sounds like it could be Tiger Woods. Yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> up until here, it sounds like the dream first date. So what happened? How did it turn into the worst date um, of all time? I texted him and I said... Uh, I texted him about three o'clock the next day saying, hey, I just wanted to say thanks for a really good night. I had a really good time. And he was like, oh, I feel real shit, but I don't want to see you again. Um, if I do, it'd probs just be as friends. And I was like, okay, that's totally fine. Like, I, I get that. Um, but 
I didn't see any signs of that yeah. being like the way that you thought. So can I ask why? And he just said, oh, I'm just not that attracted to you. And I was like, okay, that's weird because you were the one that continued the, the date, date. Yeah. three times. Yeah, and um, I was like, look, you'd heard my you'd heard my voice, you'd seen my photos. You had me on Snapchat. I was sending you videos of me, you know, on the couch. Well, that sounds bad. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, videos knew, of me like chilling on the couch. Yeah, he, he knew, knew me. You, yeah, um, had seen me and and all of me was no makeup on. You know, just lying on the couch looking like a sack. Anyway, hashtag no filter. Hashtag no filter. Yeah. Um, he turned around and told me that I wasn't skinny enough for him, which oh. is fine. Oh. I would like to make it very clear that that does not affect me. I'm a size twelve. I'm a healthy Kiwi girl, whatever. But I'm not everyone's shape, I'm not everyone's style, I get that. It's the fact that he continued the date throughout the entire night, showed every sign of being into me, probably to try and get laid, if I'm being honest. Yeah, but also, like... What a dick. Like, you never ever... Don't say that. Like, say something else. First yeah. of all, Bex, you're one of the most beautiful girls I've ever seen. Thank you. You uh, have got an amazing body, and that is just the biggest douche lord of all time, and I, I definitely think this is probably one of the worst dates I have ever heard about. He um, he did turn around and say, you you might be too fat for me, but you've got a really pretty face. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, geez. my God. Wow. I hate it. It's weird because it sounds like the date went, went I well. I did. I'm so confused. And, and, and the, the worst next... part is, is it, it happened three days before I went to America. And to be honest, it's it's confidence issues. Oh, God. Oh, mate. Oh, Bex. Buddy. <laughs> don't get you don't, don't worry about that, dude. Honestly, you're, yeah. you're awesome. It's like a confidence thing now. It's ruined my confidence. And it's something oh. that I'm trying to work through. And it's not like I should not let someone like that affect me. But it has affected me. So that is my worst date ever. That is why I deleted well, Tinder. Well, Bex, first of all, you do not waste another tear on that guy. Because no. that guy yeah. has one of the most ugliest personalities I've ever heard of. And he should never speak to any woman like that ever. No. But... It, it is a great example out there. Is if, if you are going on dates and you're doing stuff like that, then don't speak to people like that. Don't no. ever, ever comment on somebody's appearance like that. If you don't want to date somebody, just don't date them. Don't tell them stuff like that because it actually does hurt people and yeah. it hurts people like Bex. And yeah. Don't worry about that, Bex. Yeah. And he is don't so worry. full of shit. You are beautiful, mate. I want to hunt him down and burn <laughs> his letterbox. So do you and all my friends. Do you know what? You know what? If I could, you know what I'd do? Oh, no. I'd fly bloody Christina Aguilera over here, <laughs> and I'd get her to sing that song. <laughs> you know what's that song she sings? You are beautiful. Do you want a more recent hit? You're like, no, no. no we'll go um, just, you are. Just You're while, honestly. While we're on the topic, don't just, just think about what you say to people, please, because yeah. it, it really affects it affects you. Hey, honestly, do not even yeah. give another minute of thought to that, that guy. And you know what? We were going to do a wacky phone topic off this, but I think that <laughs> instead of a wacky phone topic, we've learned a very good moral, and it is to think before you speak and don't be a dick. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Oh, I am actually, I usually like it when uh, you guys prank Guy on your telly show, which is back tonight, 7.30 on 3, but I think you have gone too far, and so we've got him on the phone right now, but... Guy, are you on the toilet? I am indeed in the toilet, Sharon. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I do all my best uh, each uh, Sharon, John and Ben, or whatever the show's called, uh, breaks from the toilet from now on. <laughs> well, <laughs> on, a, on a serious note, can you drink, go somewhere less echo? It doesn't sound great. No, I'm doing it always in the toilet. That's the, that's the rule. Oh, he's guy, being a comedian. My work. X, X. 
Ex- he's kind of like an ex show, isn't he? He is. My, he's my old uh, work Bring affair. back the guy, Shan Clincher, that's what I say. What, a, what an epic show that was. That was a good time. You can't, say, you can't say bring it back, mate. You were the one that quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I regret quitting, Sharon. Do you want to have me back? Nah, I'm good. I'm good now. <laughs> just got my hearing back, so. <laughs> guy, we did something horrible to you earlier in the week, and I thought it was genius. I don't think it was horrible. See, I love a good Guy Williams prank, but when I heard this one, I was team Guy. I was like, that's too oh, far. Oh, really? You yeah, think it's too far? I, I thought it was too far. It's no, far. It was, it was a, it was a, I'm glad you're on my side, Sharon. It was a mixed bag. It was partly the best thing ever and partly the worst thing ever. It was it was bad at the time, but now that I look back on it, it was actually quite good. Okay, so tell, tell, tell Sharon what we oh, Sorry, tell, tell people what we did to you. Okay, well, I'm doing a show at the moment. Come check it out, Basement Theatre, on tonight, Thursday, and also Saturday night as well. Come buy some tickets. I'm, um, I'm doing a show, and my first show on Tuesday night was sold out. I was so excited. I ran down the stairs onto the stage as I was introduced, and when I got out there, there was only two people in the crowd. It was those two assholes because they bought every ticket in the house so it was the most awkward gig of all time. That's an, wow. it's an expensive prank. Uh, well, but the good thing is you, you sold out and you got the money and you got to go home slightly early because we didn't make you do the whole hour. It's not often you get to put the sold out sign on your posters, is it, Guy? Well, the, the thing is with you, Guy, that people uh, people don't really understand that you get very nervous and it's probably, your comedy show is probably the thing you put the most passion into and you hate, you hate nothing more than doing it in front of people that you know. So I can oh, imagine that when you walked true. out, the only two people was Jono and Ben, it would have been your living hell. <laughs> every joke, I was like, um, Jono and Ben were like, heard it before? I was like, of course you heard it before, you work with me every day, you <laughs> You know, I, th- I feel like we did not get our money's no, worth at all. Wasn't. First 15 minutes of the show was shocking. It was just him trying to figure out what has happened. Oh, what man. had happened. What was, do you know what was amazing about it? Is they didn't even tell me to like wrap it up. Like, it came out, great prank, you got me, there's only two people in the audience. But then, all of a sudden... They didn't tell me to stop, so I just had to keep on doing my awkward shows and paid for the tickets. So the money, I was in 25 minutes. It was awkward as hell. Mate, we wanted an hour. The, 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 the thing on the website promised an hour of comedy. We only got 25 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. We want our money back. Do you, know, do you know what I'm looking forward to about this the most? Because it is going to be on John and Ben tonight, 7.30 on 3. The look on Guy's oh face is yeah, priceless. You, you need to look for the look on Guy's face because Guy does this particular <laughs> facial expression when he recognises a laugh of someone he knows when he does a comedy show. Yeah, it was, it was a horrific experience. The only way it could possibly be worse is if Sharon was in the audience, because when Sharon comes to my shows, she um, normally heckles. No, excuse me. <laughs> I don't heckle. I pre-text you audio clips of what my fake laugh will be so that it'll stand out. <laughs> well, Sharon's coming tonight to the show, actually. She'll be there. No! Oh, no, yeah, yeah. No, I am coming, and this year's fake laugh is this one. <gasps> <laughs> That's going to be it. If you hear that, that means I thought it was a shit joke. We hear that a lot. Yeah, we do. (laughs) John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Welcome to Ben's popular segment, Home Remedies with Ben. (laughs) What? Uh, No. He's a real 2017 Aunt Daisy. If you're suffering menopause, well, this is right up your alley. (laughs) And I will tackle menopause after four o'clock on the show. Apparently you can cure it with some virgin olive oil. (laughs) I heard he's going to be the third host on the cafe. (laughs) Oh, jeez. I wish. I'm angling for that. (laughs) Get off the shitty show I'm on.
one at the moment. <laughs> Put on a beautiful sky blue collared shirt and get your home remedies look, out there. Look, I'm all mocking aside, I just want to share something I saw on on the social media this week. The social media. <laughs> the social media uh, that I thought was interesting. Because everyone gets a flu this time of year, right? Like, oh, it's going just, around the office. Tis the season, mate. Yeah. Tis the season. That's why you get a flu jab. Yes. I get a flu jab every year. Look and at me. Mate, healthy you as... You were sick as for like two weeks. Yeah, you may not be getting the flu, but you're still getting chest pain. <laughs> no, you had the flu for two weeks. Remember, we were sniveling. Oh, you did and, too. Yeah. It was like, honestly, it was like relentless. For two weeks, I was like, you're really bad. Mm. I, have got, I have not had the flu, though. But it is good to get a flu jab. It is good to get a flu jab. Okay. So what's your cure for what's the flu? What's your cure? Oh, what's your home remedy? Well, I saw this. I thought it was interesting. And I thought, if, has anyone tried this out there? To cure the flu, someone suggests, and they say it works, chopping up raw onions and putting them in your socks. See, to me, this just sounds like someone who wants to make you smell bad. Do you walk, do you walk around in them all day so you get a mix of sweaty feet and raw onion <laughs> smell? <laughs> it seeps into your pores. You yeah. marinade. I imagine after a day of that, you smell like a Burger King employee's hands. <laughs> you know, after they've done a shift making burgers. Because does that happen to you? Like when you eat, like whenever I eat Subway or something, I feel like when I sweat, I sweat sweat the smell of it and an onion's one of those foods that you sweat so does that mean it's going to go in your feet and then you're going to sweat it out your pores smelling like an onion probably garlic yeah. would be more applicable wouldn't it I thought garlic was the uh, oh yeah oh that was a cure but hey onions if no, that's no, your jam with uh, garlic you're supposed to rub it on your oh and you get rid of vampires if you do that yeah, don't you that's yeah. right <laughs> Vampires don't like garlic. <laughs> or that area of the body as well. I, uh, my mum used to, um, whenever you get uh, burnt sunburn, rub uh, yellow mustard on it. Yellow mustard? Works a treat, baby. Yellow mustard. And if you get hiccups, swallow a spoonful of sugar. Yeah, you How? just got a truth bomb right in your face wow, on the radio. Wow, okay. A spoonful of sugar. A spoonful of sugar. Get rid of your hiccups. And right, it helps right, the medicine go down. Also, <laughs> yeah. raises your diabetes issues, but <laughs> your <laughs> hiccups are gone. So, so You're I, too busy thinking about diabetes to forget you got hiccups. I used to get a lot of sore... Th- God, don't throw things at me when I speak. Jeez, you're that angry when women have opinions. Um, so I used to uh, get lots of sore throats so and I would lose my voice quite easily. And uh, we were. Jeez, it hasn't happened lately though, has it? Just because I've stopped smoking. Ever since I've stopped smoking, I tell you what, this voice does not get lost as much as it used to. But we were in Fiji for a work trip, and Leon, our our old boss during the show, was feeding me Jägermeister shots and uh, and hot tea to help me keep my voice. And tell you what, it worked, and I got increasingly funnier through the show. So... (laughs) If you ever have a sore throat and you're over 18, give that a blat. Okay, 0800 The Edge. Let's get some home remedies out there. This may be stuff you just stumbled across uh, due to the fact you didn't have any money to spend at the chemist. You're like, I may as well give that a bash. Yeah, the, the crazier the better. Has it worked? Have you tried it? What do people you know do? Sarah, funny remedies. What's yours? I um, When I was um, teaching overseas, I was teaching in Russia, mm. and... Um, I had a bit of a cough, and a lady who was my neighbour must have heard me, like, hacking outside my apartment building. And so there was a knock on my door, and she appeared with an entire raw onion and a massive shot of vodka. And she would not leave my apartment until I had, like, finished it. Eaten the onion and had the shot. So how did it go? Did it actually work? Oh, it was pretty rough. <laughs> I bet it was pretty rough. <laughs> That's the thing. These oh. horrible remedies, all they do is they just distract your mind from what the real problem is. Hence, they cure the issue. Someone's texting. Uh, I did this so much when I was a teenager. Toothpaste on zits. 
Oh, yeah. Did you do toothpaste oh, on zips? Yeah, that was the, wake... the, the, the urban legend going no, around. No, that was one of Rachel Hunter's like go-to beauty tricks. Yeah. Oh, was that where it yeah. came from? She like swore by it back in the 90s. And you put it on before you went to bed and then you wake <laughs> up and your pillow would smell like a minty fresh mouth <laughs> and your eyes would be burning from the toothpaste that has sweated into your eyeballs Still overnight. Had so, heaps of pimples in the morning though, right? Yeah, that's right. Oh, Kirst... They just smelt minty fresh. <laughs> Kirsty, what is your funny remedy? Um, my mom likes to rub Vicks on my chest, my temples, and the underneath of my feet when I've got flu. That, see, I, I'm still a big fan of the old Vicks. That's something that your mum always did do. It always made you feel better. Yeah, yeah. chest and her nipples. No, chest and her back and the soles of her feet. And her temples. How did you get nipples? Oh, temples. Oh, temples. Temples. That's a strange place for your mum to be rubbing Vicks. Yeah, it's funny when you get sick as an adult too, and you're like, I just want my mum to come over and rub some Vicks into me. My mum's like, Kirsty, are you okay? And I'm like, can you come over, please? Aww, that's so sweet. Kirsty, that's so lovely. It's even better now that I know it isn't the nipples. (laughs) (laughs) Troy, what's your funny flu remedy? Um, So what you want to do is, uh, you know what ulcers are, eh? Yeah, Yeah. and the inside of your mouth? Yeah. Yep, that's right, Jono. Um, (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Anyway, um, you want to put some salt in with some warm water into a cup and Wish it round in your mouth and a couple days she'll be gone. Boom. Okay, there you go. Someone else saying for um, for aches, uh, you put a third of a cup of ginger powder and a third of a cup of baking soda into the bath. Have a bath. For there. what? For what aches for? and pains, for mate. Aches. Third of a cup of ginger powder, a third of a cup of baking soda popped into the bath. That's Kate Hawksby oh. saying online. Here's 3343, three, another one here. Any bites, mosquitoes, bee stings, whatever, put chamomile tea bags on them. Or just a hot spoon. Yeah, sucks the uh, sucks the bite out, sorts you out. Also proves that you're probably a New Zealand first photo too if you've got <laughs> chamomile tea bags at your disposal. <laughs> My grandma used to put butter on burns. That was their wives' tale that you... Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you Sharon, really... have you faded out of Ben's famous home remedy segment already? Hey, <laughs> you... what is wrong with you? Sharon, do you lose interest in this? You monster! Well, you asked, savage! Why well, I asked was you to be there for three minutes to talk about home remedies to do with flow. I've been here for way longer than that. Just to oh. talk about it. Just no, no, be... it, was, it was good. It Show a <laughs> mild <laughs> level of interest. You lost me on the Kippa Bar. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just a long way. You know when you lost me? Never, mate, because I'm interested in everything you say. <laughs> That's not true. Remember in Scandal yesterday you were writing an email? What's that? <laughs> John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. We were filming something. Uh, it was in a hotel room. We were being cleaners for the TV show for next week. I'm mm-hmm. glad you finished the Werbling Cleaners for the TV show because when you said we're filming something in a hotel room <laughs> and if you had just stopped there, people would have been jumping to conclusions. The two of us, just John and I, filming something in the hotel room. Well, you love record attempts, so maybe you were trying to record the world's shortest sex tape. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> maybe that could be a challenge next oh, week. No, but I, don't, I don't want to go and beat my own record, buddy. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, already, oh. I've already said that one. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, so you, you the, ju- the YouTube pre-rolls are longer than the actual... F- the actual good stuff. Oh, shiver. Before you can skip the ad. Now, I'll tell you what. This got heated, though, and it spilled over into radio time. And I was like, hey, I don't want to be talking about this right now. We've got to concentrate on the CDs we've got to give away. But no, 
They wanted to talk about it. And we were like, why are you still broadcasting in the 90s? <laughs> we love we manually play every single song on this radio show, but that's a, that, that's another that's another thing. <laughs> Did you just hear Ben then? <laughs> Mr. Sit on the fence, he's like, God, we love CDs. <laughs> CDs are great, mate. <laughs> As if you could offend the CD listening community. We love CDs. Oh, I love it. I love it. friends of CDs. <laughs> uh, it's 2017. You probably offended someone saying you didn't like CDs. Well, the conversation that got started was, would you lick a dirty toilet well, no, would brush. Would you brush your teeth? Oh, sorry. Would you brush your teeth with <laughs> a used toilet, toilet brush? For 10 million bucks. Because we're cleaning. We're, we're being hotel cleaners. We're in the bathroom. We're cleaning the, ba- uh, the toilet. And Jono like, pulls out the toilet brush and he's like, how much to brush your teeth with this? And I was like, you'd have to pay me a lot of money. To, okay, so you wouldn't do it for 10 million. I don't, 20. I don't... Um, Ma- no, money is not even... You wouldn't I just even don't fit. think I'd want it. This is a huge, no. huge toilet oh, $10 million. You That's... know you're going to film it. It's going to go on the internet. You're going to be the guy who bloody brushed his but teeth on the toilet brush. Who cares? You've got $10 million. Even if you catch any disease from the matter that's on the brush, you can fix that for probably mm-hmm. $1,000. Every single person listening right now, I reckon, Jono, do you think as well, would brush your teeth with a toilet brush? A used toilet brush. 10 million bucks. 10 million bucks, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. That's worth way more than my dignity. <laughs> that's, re- that's retirement stuff. You wouldn't have to work again for just a minute of... Oh, no, you probably have to go the full two minutes when you're brushing your teeth, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Full two minutes of that, 10 million bucks. Absolutely. Oh, Think of the, like, like the future you could provide for your family, Ben. Yeah, that's... The, yeah. No, nah, he's like, screw my family, I've got a real sanitary problem. <laughs> <laughs> just, you'd be known as the guy who brushed his teeth with a toilet brush. That's a, that's a yeah, house. Yeah, $14 million. Yeah, but you do want that. Do you well, want at, the, at the moment, you're known as the guy from John Owen Ben. <laughs> yeah. Luxury. <laughs> no What's worse is an improvement, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay, well, let's wang it out there. 0800 <laughs> The Edge or Texas 3343. Are you like Ben and you wouldn't do it? Or are you like John and I and you're like, heck yeah, I would. I would brush my teeth with a used toilet brush for $10 million. I can smell a radio promo coming up. No. <laughs> if we had $10 million. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the Edge. $10 million is on the line. Would you brush your teeth with the toilet brush? Mm-hmm. Morgan? <laughs> yeah. You yeah, would? I would. Yeah. Yeah, because you're a normal person. But Ten million dollars, Ben. Ten million dollars. Say the money, you know, like, uh, blind you to the situation. Morgan, um, just say ten million dollars slowly to Ben and see if he'll change his mind. Ten million dollars, bro. Yeah, you're, you're still the guy that's brushed his teeth with a toilet brush. You're going to go, you'll go viral yeah, for that. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, sure, you could brush your teeth with a toilet brush, but then you've got a ton of bloomin' mouthwash and stuff. You can brush your, your yeah. teeth. Yeah, that's uh, going no, viral on the a, internet won't be the only thing you'll be going viral for afterwards. <laughs> Do you know what we've learned, though? That, he, that Ben is a crazy tight ass with money, but there is a line where he doesn't worry about money. It's, it's when it comes to being clean. Let's ask a female opinion, okay? Kylie, what would you do? Um, I would so do that. Yeah, see? see yeah. Okay, Even the ladies are doing it. Let's barter Kylie down. <laughs> Eight million. Uh, yeah, so I'd okay, still do it. Okay, five million dollars. Oh, you know what? The good thing about it is it makes you work at a dentist, so... <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> so the, re- the, the recovery work <laughs> yeah, required is going to be at a, at a discounted rate for you. Yeah, okay. that's good. That's okay, good. Kylie, $1 million. Would you do it for a mil? Nah. Okay, <laughs> no, not a milk. Okay. Tash, quick fire. Would you do it? $10 million brushing your teeth with toilet brush. How you? See, I don't think no one has said no yet. Well, what about you, producer Dan? Would you do it? Ben, you are such a pussy. You what? are so, I'd do it for I would do it for um 
Foo Fighters tickets. Foo Fighters tickets. I would do it for Foo Fighters. We are doing this next. No, Foo Fighters tickets. We'll get you Foo Fighters tickets. Hang on. You will brush your teeth with a toilet brush for Foo Fighters. A used toilet brush for Foo Fighters tickets. Is that what you're saying? Because um, <laughs> I think it's what we, it sounded like. Do we actually have Foo Fighters tickets? Hang on. We'll... Let's ask Bex from Promo. She's in charge of the tickets. <laughs> Bex, come up to the microphone. If Dan brushes his teeth with the toilet brush from the girls' toilets, um, you'll give him a double pass to the Foo Fighters. Oh, we don't have the allocation, but I'll find one. It's I'll happened. Find a don't Next. do this, Dan. No, it's a radio. Ricky, our web guy's no, coming no, with the see, camera you already. you on the internet. Is the guy who brushed his teeth with yeah, the this toothbrush. This is what I thought was you do not want to talk to big game. Mate, you'll never be Prime Minister after this moment. He's not going to be Prime Minister. Anyway, look. <laughs> Mind you, Ben, the previous Prime Minister locked himself in a sex cage, so. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Well, Bex has said yes. Are you in, Dan? If we go get you a you toilet def- brush you right now. You definitely have Foo Fighters tickets. Don't do it. No. I'll do it. On the edge. The office has gone mental right now because we said before, for ten million dollars, would you brush your teeth with a toilet brush that had been used? Mm. And then producer Dan came in and called Ben. Ben, ben you may be wondering where Ben is. Oh, ben yeah. is refusing to be a part of this segment. <laughs> ben has gone out of the studio. Open the door, Dan. Come on, Ben. Because producer Dan called Ben. Um, called Ben, ben a bit of a kitten for not wanting to brush his teeth for $10 million with a toilet brush and then claimed he would do it for Foo Fighters tickets. The show's just been announced today. So we got The Foo office, Fighters you can hear the office out there. Get inside, Ben. Get the office in here, Ben. Everyone in. Everyone in. Bex, come in here. Stop it. I'm not going to be part of this. The office don't want to be part of this because oh, no, we got, the, we got the toilet brush. Hold him in. No. We got the toilet <laughs> brush. Me. I'm not the one that's going to be. Hey, Ben, shush, shush, shush. Okay, shush. We've got to explain this. We have got this toilet brush from the female toilet. We've got it in here. So, producer Dan, now is the moment for of food fighters tickets. Will you, you promise? You promise me you'll get the food fighters tickets. I shake on it. I shake on it. Tickets to the food fighters. I shake on it. Okay, bring the office in here. I'm out. Bring the office in. No, Ben, you have to stay. Why do I have to stay? You're the one licking it. I don't want to watch this. I don't want to be part of this. I don't want to be part of this weird video. The office don't want to. Everyone come in. Everyone come in. Ben just tried to escape through the door. <laughs> it is on the The officer's in here. Okay. Dan Webby, our producer, about to brush his teeth with the toilet brush. Dan, 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 with the toilet brush. Seriously. Don't get it out of your mouth. Oh, Dan. Dan. Ben did not appreciate the old flick and he got touched with the brush. Oh, I can't unsee what I just saw. Hey, Ben, come over here, come over here. I don't want to come over here. I've got something to tell you. I've got something to tell you. What? It's not a real toilet brush. What do you mean it's not a real toilet brush? It looks like a real toilet brush. We just went down to the $2 shop and bought one. Oh, 
Uh, one of our producers and Dan oh, oh, mixed is... it with chocolate and water and it has been stewing the entire office has been in on this since about 12 o'clock and screw you guys everyone here on the scene hey look at it tastes like Kit Kat <laughs> <laughs> that is so I well done I was like what are you doing <laughs> oh my god Ben and Sharon on the edge Helen Clark former Prime Minister third most powerful woman on social media amen to that that's girl. awesome mate. already awesome well she's done. a full time GB in my book. So who... Oh, I don't. Don't ask me. Don't even finish that question because you know I won't have the answer. To put this in perspective, don't know. Michelle Obama was placed number six. So, that, so she bet Michelle Obama. Yeah. Where's, Michelle where's, Obama. Where's Opes? Where's um, Opes? I think she was I up there. I do think. not know where Oprah was. <laughs> I love how I started the story. Now I'm having to ask you <laughs> for the details. Story. Anyway, the, the, the takeaway from this is what I want to tell you is that once we were outside the United Nations in New York, where we been for That's work, right. took a photo and we're like, came to see Helen Clark. She's not here. She then responded with hashtag lol. Oh. A couple of mo- and she did the fist bump emojis and then had the hundred next to it. I was like, Helen. Helen, <laughs> Helen Clark is uh, very active on Twitter and she does her own tweets, which most politicians don't. And yeah. that's something that she's very proud of and she does uh, respond to and stuff. By the she's way... She's got her emoji game down tight. By the way, she was beaten by Hillary Clinton and J.K. Rowling, who wrote the Harry Potter books, and o- Oprah got fifth. Wow, there you go. That's awesome. That is really impressive. Has it, I reckon everyone in New Zealand would have a Helen Clark story. Running into her, bumping into her... Um, when I went to Tower College in Wellington, uh, Tower College, we got a new library, and Helen Clark was the new prime minister at the time, and so she came to open the library. Oh, jeez, she and must hate, the, love those gigs. All the prefects and stuff got uh, got to go. I loved Helen Clark. Was not allowed to go because I was one of the naughty kids. So while this like big flash assembly was going on, I was sitting under a stairwell playing poker with some mates. With tangy fruits. So you missed you missed out on your Helen Clark experience. No Helen Clark experience okay. for some poker and some tangy fruits. Oh eight hundred the edge. Right, your best Helen Clark story. Did you run into her? Did you give her a hug? Did you give her a kiss? Okay. Helen, if you're listening, H Dog. Oh my God, Helen, please call. If you are listening, Helen, <gasps> call. If you know Helen Clark, get her to call the show. I'd Imagine love getting her on. to meet Helen Clark. Yeah. I really want to see her movie. She's got a movie out at the moment. That's right. It's yeah. called a, a Year with Helen. I really want to see it. I think she's so inspirational. Okay. Oh, and, oh so the phone's already going. Could be her. Well, Hold on, let's just check. It might be oh Helen, God, Clark. Helen Clark. If this is Helen Clark, it's going to be the greatest moment on our radio show. <laughs> Helen? Oh. Uh, Was it Helen? Helen! Hi. No, no shut it's up. not Helen. It's not it's Helen. Not Helen. It is totally Helen. No, it's not. No, it's it not. not. It is totally Helen. No, it's, it's not. not Helen. It's no, no, real, real talk, bitches. It's Helen. <laughs> this is not Helen Clark. Real talk, really, That was a good impression. That was very good. Was very you good. had us there. <laughs> it's totally <laughs> Helen. Thanks. Thanks. Is, part of me is still like, is it? If, we, if it was, we just hug up on her. Yeah, yeah. Well. And she just said bitches on the radio. <laughs> uh, you, you were saying before the ads that you uh, you met Helen at the UN? Yes, yes I did. And she is such an awesome lady. She's such an inspiration for Kiwi ladies and women everywhere, I think. Can I ask you, what the hell were you doing at the United Nations? Yeah, how do you get, a, how do you get an invite to the UN? Uh, I was really fortunate enough to be in the UN youth, um, New Zealand delegation 
and we um, asked if we could go and see her while we were in New York, and she said yes, and so we went for a meeting in her office, and it was very cool. Oh, wow. You know, we could, be fe- we could be talking right now to a future United Nations delegate. That's <laughs> so exciting. Right what, was it, what was the best thing, like your most memorable moment with Helen Clark? Like what was the uh, moment that you just like, damn, you're cool? She's so cool. She was just talking like the whole time she could have been talking about, you know, real important stuff, but she was just saying how much she missed the kiwi food and pineapple lumps. And so we bought her some Vegemite and pineapple lumps. And Aww. she's just a really humble person. And I think, um, yeah, she's super, super cool. Oh, I love oh, good her. On you. I good love on you. Thank you Jeez, so much. What are you doing? You're in the UN Youth Delegate. You're in the UN Youth Delegate Group, and you're listening to our show. I know that's that's a messed up thing. Maybe with a light relief from her stressful <laughs> life. That was another fine John Ben and Sharon podcast. If you need more of them in your life, try the John Ben and Sharon 24 seven channel on the Rover app and listen live on the Edge three till seven weekdays.